we we aren't just pointing the finger. No. We're pointing one finger out and we got three pointing back. Amen, brother. Bitches. <laughs> Summertime here in Southern California. How's everybody doing out there? <laughs> hey, it's summer. Hey, it's happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. Boom, boom. Dude, bang, bang. yeah, it's a big deal for us in Southern California where fireworks are illegal. Exactly. So we have we have uh, government-sanctioned fireworks shows. Or you just do what I do. You drive about 45 minutes away <laughs> and stock up for the year. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, so happy 4th of July. Happy yeah. Independence Day. That's everybody uh, everybody celebrates the uh, birth of our nation. And, uh, <laughs> oh, is that what this is? <laughs> something like that. Oh, I thought it was just fireworks. <laughs> thought it was just fireworks on a day off. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> there was a birth of a nation that happened uh, 200 some odd years ago. And so uh, we're proud to be an American. We're at Isn't least I song? know I'm yeah. free. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, what you do during the summer is you take some time off, you go to the pool, and um, and then for me today, went to a movie. Went to a movie and saw the new Batman movie. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. What are you looking at? And my voice sounds really <laughs> weird. I'm Bruce Wayne. And no, I'm Batman. I know, dude. His <laughs> voice is so bad in this movie. Yeah, so um, anyway, but Batman was uh, a, good, a good movie. I, I thought it was... Um, Man, it was spiritual, man. It really got me at a deep deep. place. Yeah. No, I I love the part of the movie where he's talking about, um, or where where the whole concept is that Batman, why Batman is Batman. You remember remember that part? I remember. Why why is Batman Batman? Because he hates bats. He hates bats. (laughs) He hates them, and he he actually has a fear of bats when he was, uh, not to ruin it for everybody that hasn't seen it, (laughs) <laughs> but now we just did. Who cares? <laughs> Freaking send us hate mail. Please email us. So, uh, but Batman has has become what he's afraid of. And so I thought we'd pick up there today and talk a little bit about what I'm afraid of. Maybe a little bit of what Josh is afraid of. <laughs> well, you're afraid of a lot, Pansy. I'm afraid of, <laughs> I'm afraid of Josh. <laughs> yeah, and my big guns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid of the way you said bitches in the intro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bitches. Hey. Listen, I got one finger pointing at and three pointing back. Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> oh, Josh's favorite comeback. You uh, asshole. <laughs> I know. Because I, I don't have anything right now. I'm trying here. Oh, uh, that's okay. I don't have any game either. We've talked about that. But um, <laughs> yeah, no game. <laughs> ain't got no game. But uh, yeah, so so I, I was thinking about my fears and, and um, I have some fears and some of those fears have, have, um, have been realized in my life lately. But And as they relate to the church, man, I realized... Uh, a few years ago when I was going through a situation in another church that I had some, um, uh, some fears that were uh, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty prominent in my life. And, uh, so I will confess them now. I have two fears, fears of rejection and fears of loneliness. And those have become, you know, uh, a theme within my life. 
Both um, because you're ugly or <laughs> um <laughs> I've had I, I have experienced both of those because I am ugly. Okay. I've had some rejection and some loneliness because of my looks. I'm certain. Listen, dude, I'm like I'm you know, I'm like Tom Selleck. Uh or... Tom Selleck. <laughs> whoa, whoa, wait a second. Tom Selleck. Remember Tom Selleck? Oh, I remember him. Oh, P- Magnum PI. That's yeah. what I used to say in, in uh high school. Dude, I, I think you just dated yourself. <laughs> dude, I feel like Tom Selleck. Oh my gosh. Uh, that was awesome. Uh, yeah, thank you. No, in in, in uh, high school I used to say uh, uh that I uh I always, that was my little giggle, my little line to get giggles from the girls. As we'd be talking, I'd go, I'd say, uh, I'd say, yeah, a lot of times I'm confused with Tom Selleck. And, and of course, Tom Selleck was hot when I was in high school. So, sure. you know, kind of like me now saying I'm confused with Brad Pitt a lot of the times. Yeah, he's hot. <laughs> Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So, so yeah, fear of rejection, fear of loneliness. And, and as it came to the church, one of the things that happened to me one time in my life, Josh, is uh, I was at a church in um, in Colorado. I'll now get that specific. And uh, I was at this church uh, for, for a short time, and I was struggling with some things, struggling with burnout. I was feeling really down in my life. I was feeling uh, a little bit depressed. And so I went to the pastor, who was my boss, and uh, shared with him uh, some concerns I was having about my own life. You know, you should do that with your pastor. Don't you think you should be able to do that? I would hope so. And so I went to my pastor and shared with him some things and um, told him about my burnout and my frustrations and, and even talked to him about, and I think I've mentioned it on the show before, about feeling like my ministry was, I was burning, I was burning out because I was ego driven. And, and I was talking about that. Wait, well, is this the same story you talked about on early podcast where you passed out the, yeah, yeah, passed out something this, up flyer that Mike Iaconelli had written this article on yeah, yeah, ego-driven yeah. ministry. And I passed it out and, and I promptly was fired like <laughs> about a month later. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, my two fears were realized. I went, then I ended up in therapy and at this, at this counseling center for pastors who were going through problems. And uh, um, uh, I sat there and, and I learned that I had this fear. I'd, I'd put this trust in the church and the church had really let me down. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if anybody else there can relate to that, Josh. I don't know if you can relate to that. Ever having, you know, put your faith in, in the church and having it let you down. Uh, but, well, I don't think either of us would be here if we hadn't been <laughs> let down by the church. You think? We yeah, wouldn't have some, started a site point. called Stupid Church People. I know. It's funny the reaction I, I tell people. Yeah, I have a site going right now. Stupid Church People. And they're like, no, you don't. No, you don't. I'm like, yeah, it's crazy. It's cool. Stupid church people. They're like, no, that's well, bad. Yeah, the the reaction either is the reaction is either people get it, or they're they're deathly of afraid of of what they're gonna find when they go. There. Yeah, I have friends that haven't even gone to the site that actually like me because they're afraid they won't like me after they go to the site, <laughs> and they're probably right. But um, so so what are some ways that you feel right now, you know, some fears you're feeling in the church right now? I mean, we were talking about a few earlier, but what are what well, are they right now? Well, I have to go back to the emergent church right now Ooh. and say, you know, I'm really scared that um, my generation, maybe once I have kids and throughout their generation, we're going to spend all this time doing something different to get the same exact result. Mm-hmm. And I am very fearful of that. Um, I'm really fearful of 
the emergent church trying to silence us already. I mean, that's weird, huh? Yeah, you know, we're basically just lipping off, and we should shut up. Well, what, um, you know, and that that comes down to you know who has the. I mean, the whole point of the emergent church is is it's like is a conversation. It's a conversation among everybody. That Until it, you raise really, a red flag. Okay, yeah. But even any church, you raise a red flag to me like, hey, this isn't your place. Be quiet. Well, it's like what we've talked about in, 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 in a regular church service. If on Sunday we were sitting in church and we had a question and we raised our hand and asked a question, we would be like escorted out of the yeah. building probably because <laughs> we're not supposed to have questions in yeah. church at all. I would love that <laughs> to be able to ask a question mid, mid-sermon. Mid-sermon. Like, yeah, I don't understand. Explain. So then they have to look up from their notes and actually talk. Stop stop the PowerPoint. Yeah, talk (laughs) talk to me. And they'll actually have to start thinking. (laughs) Yeah. Because I I think part of it, it, you know, they're just going off their notes at that point. They're They're just the puppet up there. Well, I've been the puppet. Yep. Thank you. With a hand up my... Oh, is that, you're, you're like a ventriloquist doll. <laughs> That's why I whistle in the wind. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I've wondered what that was. We were walking out the other day. So. <laughs> Are you okay? I can't believe that just came out of my mouth. <laughs> I think we just heard the whistle on the microphone, actually. Are you a Christian and trying to sell your home? Having trouble knowing what the Lord would have you to do? Don't sell it. Burn it! Or give it to me. Dial 1-800-EQUABURN because it's all going to burn. So I've been often asked why I, why, you know, stupid church people, why I'm involved with stupid church people. You ever get you ever get asked that now that people start to know? Yeah, almost every time I talk to someone. It's like, stupid church people, why, why are you doing that? Yeah. And I was asked that the other night, and, and I think the, the quick and short answer is it, it comes out of my own pain. It comes out of my own pain in dealing with the organized church, whether yeah. it was the traditional church I grew up with or the church growth movement that I was a part of or now whatever the church is of today. But but it's my pain in dealing with that church. Mm. And um, I'm not sure if that's where you're coming from, but that's where I'm definitely coming from. Yeah. Feeling feeling like I, you know, at times I've been disappointed with the church. Does that describe a good word for you? Um, disappointment? No, definitely, definitely disappointed. I, I think for me, I'm just feeling like I don't fit the mold anymore. Mm. There's something not clicking. There's, there's some type of disconnect. Where, for me, I'm just, I'm wanting to follow Christ. I don't mm. want to follow the church. Right. And I still don't know really what that looks like yet. Mm. I'm still figuring it out. Still trying to figure that out. You know, mm-hmm. envisioning, you know, envisioning the, um, the the difference that the church can become. Like we were talking, you know, I, I just know that, that there's more that can happen in the church than's happening today. Yeah. And I feel almost a disappointment, you know, a disillusionment is the word I use a lot uh, with the church. And and it's a pain. I, I, I'm doing stupid church people from a place of pain almost because I feel like, um, man, I, I need to get in touch with a deeper meaning for church than, than what it is. And as I think about that concept of pain, 
and uh, envisioning the freedom that I might have as I go through this painful process, I, I think of that clip from the movie Fight Club. There's human sacrifice of once made on the hills above this river. Bodies burned, water seeped through the wood and ashes to create lye. This is lye, the crucial ingredient. Once it mixed with the melted fat of the bodies, a thick white soapy discharge crept into the river. Can I see your hand, please? What is this? This is a chemical burn. It'll hurt more than you've ever been burned, and you will have a scar. What are you doing? Guided meditation worked for cancer. It could work for this. Stay with the pain. Don't shut this out. No, no, no. Look at your hand. The first soap was made from the ashes of heroes, like the first monkey shot into space. Without pain, without sacrifice, we would have nothing. I tried not to think of the word serum or flesh. Stop it! This is your pain. This is your burning hand. It's right here. I'm going to my cave. I'm going to my cave. I'm going to find my power animal. No! Don't deal with it the way those dead people do. Come on! I get the point of No, what you're feeling is premature and light. <coughs> this is the greatest moment of your life, man. And you're off somewhere missing. I am not! Shut up. Our fathers were our models for God. If our fathers bailed, what does that tell you about God? No, 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 I don't. Listen to me. I have to consider the possibility that God does not like you. He never wanted you. In all probability, he hates you. This is not the worst thing that can happen. It isn't. We don't need him. We don't agree. I gotta go. Fuck damnation, man. Fuck redemption. We are God's unwanted children. So be it. Okay, so Listen. You can run water over your hand and make it worse. Or look at me. Or you can use vinegar to neutralize the burn. Please let me have it, please. First, you have to give up. First, you have to know, not fear. Know that someday you're gonna die. You don't know how this feels. It's only after we've lost everything that we're free to do anything. Okay. Well, that was a real uh, quiet and calm clip. <laughs> from the movie Fight Club. Very uplifting. <laughs> Very motivating and uplifting. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, what, what's your reaction uh, right off the top there, uh, Josh Rooney? First, you have to give up everything. You have to give up everything. It's only after we've lost everything that we're free to do anything. And that's the focus point of the clip for me. Now, there's a lot of stuff in that clip. And, and uh, you know... I, I don't want to uh, get too crazy on it because it is just a movie. Just a movie. It's just a movie. And he says a lot of things in, in that clip, but one of the things that kind of that stuck out there as we talk about the pain that the church causes in people's lives is, is this whole idea he says in there in the clip, you know, I'm going to go to my cave, you know, Ed Norton's characters not wanting to deal with the pain, the pain that he's, that he's in. And he's going, I'm going to go to my cave. I'm going to go to my cave. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to hide in my cave because it's safe. Yeah. And, and in the movie, there's the scene where, where they go into their cave as a part of, of a meditation process to escape their pain. Yeah. And he goes, finds his comfort animal or something, <laughs> yeah. which was a penguin yeah. in the movie. And, and, uh, you know, and then, then Brad Pitt character is going, you know, listen, man, this is the greatest moment of your life. The greatest moment. Deal with it. Don't deal with it like yeah. dead people do. Yeah. And that's what happens in the church every day. Every Sunday I go to my church and I see people dealing with it like dead people do Mm. going through the motions stand up sit down fight 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 standing up sitting down 
going, I am now, I'm going to church. I am going now to, and they're robotic in almost their behaviors. And, yeah. uh, and that's, don't deal with it like dead people do. Yeah. You know, if we're in pain, don't go run to our cave, our comfort cave and hide there. And that's what stupid church people is about. I think. Yeah. One way is we're not going to deal with it by hiding in a cave anymore, Josh. We don't have comfort animals. <laughs> we, have you, cu- we have cuddle buddies. <laughs> <laughs> if you did have a comfort animal, Josh, what would that be? Uh, a spotted owl. A I don't know. It's the first thing that came to my, mouth, my freaking head. <laughs> I was trying. Mine would be a little dachshund. A dachshund. Is that a dog? I think so. Okay, the wiener I thought dog. you were going to say cock. <laughs> Like a rooster? A rooster, yeah. 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 No. I was going to say a, a wiener dog. Okay. Uh, but, <laughs> but this is the greatest moment of our lives, Josh. You know, and and uh, he says some things in there about about uh, God hates us and F redemption and F damnation and, <laughs> and all this other stuff. But, but my point about that whole part of the clip is sometimes we're just so focused on the wrong things. We're yeah. just so focused on 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 damnation and and redemption, and we're focused on, you know, the PowerPoint presentation, and we're focused on huh. all this other stuff, and we're missing the point. We are missing the point that we need to be alive in on our frustrations and our angst about the church. Yeah, um, we need to envision our freedom, and uh, you just bottom line is it's only after we've lost everything that we're free to do anything. What do you feel like right now uh, in, in your, you know, what is one thing you want to do to make the church different, Josh? What is one, one thing, thing right now that, you know, like if you were say, if I was going to go, Josh, you're going to, the whole other scene in the movie where he goes, if you're going to die, if you knew you were going to die right now, what is one thing that you want to do? I want people to start questioning their faith. <laughs> yeah. And I, it sounds horrible, I guess. But I, I want people to question the way they've actually believed. Hmm. You know, I want them to start thinking for themselves. Right. I want people to actually really think and want a relationship with, with Christ and start wondering what that would look like, feel like, be like, um, everything. Hmm. So well, I, want, I want people to start questioning their faith. And you said something about the whole the whole idea of being fed almost what their faith is going to be today. Yeah. Uh, we were talking a little bit yeah. about being fed, you know, this is what it's going to look like for you. Yeah. And th- this is, this is the mold that you should fit because this is, this is what we are taught to be, mm. you know, and I don't think God said we should fit any mold. I mean, he did say follow him and he has a couple ground rules, but he was such a personal God and he, he chose, such a wide range of people to follow him as his disciples and people that you you wouldn't normally think would be part of Jesus's crew. Right. Yeah. You know, he would actually pick me. <laughs> like, and the, oh my gosh. You and know, you said what? the whole idea of questioning your faith. Yeah. You know, the whole concept and, and it was touched on in that clip, you know, maybe you come up with the possibility that God even hates you. Yeah. And, 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 you know, in my mind, that sometimes was an unspoken, I mean, an unspeakable thought, hmm. you know, that, that where is God when I'm in pain? Where is God when I hurt? And you're almost afraid to even mention that thought that maybe God doesn't like me, you know, and, and God can handle that. God can handle our questioning of him, whether he loves us or doesn't love us. 
he can handle all that. And I think that's one of the things you're saying is calling yeah. to question those things. One of the, one of the things, if I could read for, uh, for a couple of minutes and, and uh, before we go is uh, a whole, uh, there's a chapter out of the book called cages of pain. And it talks about envisioning your freedom. You know, it's only when we've lost everything that we're free to do anything. And it, and I thought it, it sums up for me what stupid church people is about. And it's this, we are new people and we will need to learn to live as new people. All sorts of emotions will dominate us. And at times we may even panic at their intensity. Sometimes we're going to question, have we gone crazy? Are we lost? Perhaps what others have said about us is true, but we have changed. And because of that, our world is jumbled. It is no longer the neat and tidy package that has more answers than questions. Whereas Sunday hymns and sermons used to bring us comfort, they now nauseate us. (laughs) Whereas we used to respect certain Christian leaders and groups, now we find them reprehensible. We are surprised by our um, objectionable pronouncements against others, and we're besieged by doubt. Where once we experienced peace, now there is conflict. Where there was fellowship, now there's broken relationships. Where there was release, now there's bondage. Where there was uplifting, now oppress, oppression. Our journey away from religion will necessarily be dark and difficult. And initially we will find few supporters along the way. And, and I think that that is stupid church people right now where we are and where we exist. Yeah. Did I put you to sleep? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> want to take a little nappy? Oh, yeah. If, if your comfort animal's there. <laughs> well, come on over here and cuddle up next to my comfort yeah. animal. <laughs> Let me be your little snuggle bunny. We're back. Hey, how you doing, Steve? I'm good, Josh. How are you? Wonderful. Hey, you guys can email us at stupid at stupidchurchpeople.com. You could, yeah, it doesn't even go to me. It goes to you, jackass. Um, so if you guys want to send nude pictures of yourself to Steve, he would enjoy that. <laughs> and then uh, you can give us a call at 512-857-9647. If you leave a message, I can guarantee you you'll be on the next show. Okay, I don't have your I don't have your and you'll win a million dollars. It's a freaking lie, but who cares? See you next time.